It is the morning news feed post game on WMAY. Full show today. Appreciate you tuning in. Mike Wimacher with you till 10 a.m. And we begin the show today with a New York Times best-selling author, former writer for Sports Illustrator, Major League Baseball, NBC Sports, and current senior writer for The Athletic. He's got a new book out, The Baseball 100. Welcome to the show, writer Joe Posnanski. Joe, how are you doing today? I am doing great. How are you? I am really looking forward to this because it's books like this that allows for fantastic conversations at sports bars around the country because there's going to be spirited discussion about this book where you rank the 100 best players in the history of baseball. Uh, this had to be a labor of love for you. Absolute labor of love. I, you know, the, the working on it uh, on and off for probably a decade, but but really it's everything. It's my whole life of being a baseball fan and, and uh, uh, writing about those things that, uh, that I love about the game. So it's the 100 greatest players ever uh ranked as you say so perfect perfect for the argument <laughs> yes. but it's also it's also 900 pages long right. so it's uh, it's every it's every baseball story imaginable about uh, about why the game is so great so so hopefully you get a, a combination where it's it's something that you get mad at me which is good and then uh, but hopefully you get these unbelievable stories and and that reminds you why we love this game, which I think is is uh, is at the heart of the book. That that's the beauty I think of this is it's easy for people to just look at stats, but you add context to it through the stories because there's more to a player than just numbers on the back of a baseball card. Yeah, absolutely. You know, this thing people always ask me. So, how did you come up with this list? It started with the stats. It started with a formula that I came up with with my friend Tom Tango, who invented uh, wins above replacement, which is probably a stat people have heard about and have strong feelings about. Yes. <laughs> uh, it, it started. It started with that, and that and that gave me a list of you know a thousand players that I could choose from uh, in some sort of order. But then for me, it was all about that. What you're saying, the context. Uh, what makes them great? What you know? What stories they have to tell, and and then you find yourself you know trying to to figure out who's the 103rd best player versus the 99th. You know, right. which is ridiculous. But right. it's and uh, and then you have a list, and then you have a list, and and then you get to tell all of these amazing stories, and and that was that was at the heart of it for me. So when people say to me, when people yell like, "How could Eddie Murray not have gotten on this list? How did David Ortiz not gotten on this list?" I'm like, "You're right." You know, of course they could have gotten on this list, right? But 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 this is the hundred, and and, and these are uh, these are the players that uh, that uh, to me are are at the heart of it all. We're talking with writer Joe Posnanski. He's got a new book, The Baseball One Hundred. One of the things you do with this list as well is you incorporate the Negro League players. How yep. difficult was that process to place them on the list with with so many fantastic players that we've heard of, but putting them in context like a guy like Josh Gibson playing such a challenging position like catcher, how do you work that in to what you come up with in this 100? Well, it's a great question, and that, to me, that's at the heart of, of it's, look, it's why I wanted to do this book. Mm. I mean, that this book would not mean anything to me or certainly not as much to me if, if I had not included Negro Leagues players. There's a there's a Japanese player on this list. I, I feel like if you're going to write about the greatest players, you have to write right. about the greatest players. So so you, the, the, the hard part is that we don't have as much to work from when we're talking about not only guys that people know like Josh Gibson and Satchel Page, 
but also people that, that they might not know, like Pop Lloyd or Bullet Rogan, uh, where we just, you know, we're working off of very limited staff. We're working off of, uh, you know, myth and legend. We're working off of the quotes for people from yeah. their time. So it's harder. But, you know, my first book was uh, with uh, a guy named Buck O'Neill, who is, uh, you know, one of the one of the great players, managers in Negro Leagues, the first African-American coach. And Buck was a dear friend of mine. And, and uh, you know, I, I always tried to think of him as I was ranking mm. the Negro Leagues players and what he used to say about them. And, and I feel pretty good. I feel, I feel, you know, if anything, I wish I could have gotten a couple more in. Right. I, I would agree wholeheartedly. Some of the more controversial people that always are discussed currently, the Barry Bonds, the Roger Clemens, the guys of the steroid era, how difficult was it to place them as well, considering a guy like Barry Bonds was on a trajectory to probably be a Hall of Famer before all the allegations came on him, around him? That's exactly right. You know, I think you keep it in mind, when you're doing a book like this, this is not the Hall of Fame, right? right this right. is not. Uh, <laughs> so, so you keep it in mind. It's a part of the story for sure. And and I don't think that uh, that, that you can ignore it by any stretch of the imagination, and I don't. I mean, I, I, I definitely... When I'm writing about A. Rod or, or Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens or or Pete Rose or Kurt Schilling or any of these guys, uh, Ty Cobb, I mean, I want to tell the the full story as best I can. Uh, but I think you're 100 percent right. Look, Barry Bonds, the best hitter I ever saw, mm. absolute best hitter I ever saw. And before he broke the game, you know, before he bulked up and and became so good that nobody would pitch to him that he walked a essentially walked 120 <laughs> times in a year for crying out loud. Right. Before that, he was this amazing all-around player who did everything well, was a great base dealer, a great fielder, a great hitter, great, you know, walked a lot. I mean, just was this was everything as a player. So, um, you know, I put those guys are high on this list. I mean, they're going to be too high for some people, but for me that that's where they belong. Talking with writer Joe Posnanski, new book, The Baseball 100, fascinating conversation we're having. One of my favorite players growing up was Ken Griffey Jr., uh, a guy I feel sometimes gets gets overlooked because of the injuries that beset him. How good could he have been had he stayed healthy for the breadth of his career? Well, as good as anybody. I mean, I think the first 10 years of his career, he's he's as good as anybody in in, in baseball history. I mean, I, I think that you look at everything that he did. Yeah, you know, I said all those things about Barry Bonds. Right. That they're all true sure about Ken Griffey. Only he played he played center field, right? right. And, he, and he hit with more power. Right. So, so just incredible. But you know, then then the second half of his career really was just fully just injuries. And you know, we we're seeing the same thing. I think with Albert Pujols, hmm. uh, it's tough. It's tough to stay at that unbelievably high level. And and you know they're are people that, and, and rightfully so, that think that that, uh, that Ken Griffey Jr. is much too low on my list. And, and uh, you know, I think that argument could be made. It's just, it's just sort of the way his career trajectory went. Uh, after he left Seattle, he just wasn't the same, and, right. and that's just what I went. But had he stayed healthy, yeah, uh, unlimited, <laughs> top 10 player for sure. We're talking with Joe Posnanski. Quickly, we're here in Springfield, Illinois. The Cardinals, uh, we're between Cardinals-Cubs country. Cardinals get eliminated last night. Also, the White Sox, where do you see them going this postseason? They they were really hot early on. They they kind of were just a middling above 500 team the second half of the season. They got a good chance against the Astros? 
I think they've got a great chance for sure. I mean, they've got to get the pitching. I mean, that Astros lineup is to me the best in the American League, and and they, they've got to get that starting pitching that they were getting the first yeah. half of the year. Uh, that's huge. I, I'm actually really surprised, but I guess they got bored. I mean, the division was won it was, back yeah. in June, right? Right. So you, you get bored, I think, at some point, and, and maybe you turn it back on. But it's going to come for me. The White Sox have a great shot if they get great starting pitching. If they get that, then they have a great shot of winning it. If they struggle even a little bit in starting pitching, I just don't think they can outscore the Astros. That that team is too good. And that team has already been there, done that. This is still a very young Sox team. They got a little taste yes. last year, but it's one of those things, sometimes you got to go through those growing pains. So Sox fans out there, if it doesn't happen this year, doesn't mean the window's closed is what we need to tell no, people. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not at all. You're right. You're 100% right. I mean, this is a team that I think is going to be very, very good for the next five years. You know, I don't know if Tony La Russa is going to be right. there for all of that. But, uh, <laughs> very true. He, he, he's not young. He doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't qualify for the young. But, yeah, the rest of it is definitely true. Joe Posnanski, it's been an absolute pleasure. I could talk to you for hours more because of all you've seen, and this book is fantastic. How can people pick it up? Where can they uh, purchase the Baseball 100? Fortunately, they can get it anywhere. It's, nice. it's, it's, it's out there, and, and it's awesome. It was on the New York Times bestseller list already. So, I mean, I am, I'm uh, so happy. But, yes, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, local bookstores, everywhere it's available. Joe Posnanski, like I said, absolute pleasure. Uh, please come back on the show anytime. I love talking uh, baseball. One of the best things uh, growing up uh, for me was playing baseball, and I still love the sport. So uh, enjoy the conversation. Enjoy the book, and uh, best of luck going forward. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. That is uh, writer Joe Posnanski, the book, The Baseball 100. That was a fun conversation. Uh, I, when you can get in with a guy who just has seen so much and is willing to take on the controversy of, of putting together a greatest player list, like I said, it is the perfect launching point for discussion in sports bars. You get it all the time. We've had it all the time about Michael Jordan versus LeBron James, and here Joe has gone out on a limb. Check out the book. It's not just the stats. It's the context in which the players played the different eras. 900 pages of just, if you're a baseball fan, it is a must-have. And appreciate him stopping by the program.